0: Good afternoon, good evening. Why does it sound like you're singing? My voice is melodic, isn't it? Don't.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Don't oh my, my voice is melodic. What?
0: Relax, relax. It's cool, it's cool. You can got me
1: mesmerised. You got can me, be me feeling some type of way. You're pointing that out now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. Alright, Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Welcome to Should another say episode. I see that with a little bass in your voice yeah. now. Right? <laughs> um, it sounds exactly the same. <gasps> that, well. <laughs> I'll try. I'll try. No, welcome to another episode of The Blacksmith's Furnace with myself Pete and My O, my lap mo. And today is a special a special episode because Robert's not here. Well, firstly because Robert's not here, so there's a lot less nonsense in the building. <laughs> but also because we're joined by one of the long-time listeners Dunno. we've mentioned her on the podcast numerous times. Dunno. Shouted her out, Dunnof. she's been active, interactive on Dunnof. SoundCloud, man, it's the mysterious, ay, the ay, magnificent, I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> Do you know
1: what, yeah, you might, you, if you're listening, you might want to put your hands together, yeah. literally, I, yeah. I need to find
0: like a, a clap track, you know, just, like just, just royalty free yeah. and that, but we good? <laughs> <laughs> um, we're good, we're, we're joined by, um, should I use your Instagram tag or should I use your government name?
2: i don't mind the introvert is yeah yeah, yeah let's yes
1: let's yeah let's use the, yeah. the introvert thank introvert. you because yeah 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 welcome the The intro, introvert thank you the introvert. Yeah, the yeah.
0: Introvert. Yeah.
2: thank you welcome to the podcast
0: thank you very much it's it's been a long time coming but it's, oh. it's yeah. definitely a pleasure to have you here so thank, thank you for you. coming mm. thank you for bearing with one of us um. <laughs> <laughs> Shady. No yeah. names have you mentioned? Shit, fam. No names, none at all. Sending sublims like. you know, like
1: that. Don't worry. As soon as the mic turns off, yeah,
0: <laughs> someone's going missing. Kill shot, <laughs> you know. Oh
3: my face.
0: Right. Okay. So, let's start off. It's not necessarily the lighter conversation, but it's a conversation I had recently, um, and the question literally is: Is there room for Christianity in today's politics? I say mm-hmm. that because um, you remember Vincent. Mm-hmm. Vincent's one of the guys that's been on the podcast before, one of my friends. Um, and he is just naturally into that world, into politics. Mm-hmm. He's already a member of Labour. I think he, joined, he literally joined Labour like when he was like 18 or something
3: wow. like,
0: as a registered member. He's, he's that into it. But he's also a Christian. And it was a conversation I was having with him about being a Christian and being in politics and the difficulty of that. Hmm. So, the question is, wh- what do you guys think? Is there room for Christianity in today's politics?
1: <laughs> I've <I'll laughs> got a very simple answer yes. Mm. Mm. There's room for Christians in every walk of life. Yeah. Okay. Um,
0: <laughs> apart from porn. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> No, there is. I'll find it. There huh? is a couple. There is a couple that say they are using porn to minister. Oh my. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh no, is it porn or swinging? It's one of the one or the other. They're like, yeah, they're using that to Yeah, I'm, to I'm, minister. Be, I'm <laughs> using <laughs> Satanism <laughs> to to convert people.
1: What? That doesn't make sense. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah.
2: Do you know help, what help from saying? the outside? Like, don't.
1: Mm. Mm. Yeah, I, I think I think there's uh, anything that has the potential to glorify God. Mm. Mm. There's room for Christians to be in. So. Obviously porn doesn't have potential to glorify God Swinging, I don't think that has the potential to glorify. Mm. I can't think of any way that has the unless a potential it's to glorify a, just God. having
2: conversations, like You don't know like mm.
1: that. Open the conversation whilst you're naked. <laughs> With the person's wife. <laughs> what? But um it's like I <laughs> well, so love the world. What? <laughs> um <laughs> it just doesn't work. You don't know, like that? You got scriptures on the wall. What? Oh, my I'm trying to think about it, but it's not Go, working. They could
2: be going to each other's churches, isn't it? Like, oh, like switching Re- up the lifestyle
1: reminds reminds me the the book Sleeping with the Pastor Side Chick mm? oh.
2: is this a real book Yes is it American Yes Okay then, oh. <laughs> Peter said that's discipleship <laughs> <laughs> discipleship I mean but, yeah. like, discipleship. Is it based on Is it fiction I, I hope so Okay
1: Um Yeah I, I think there's anything that has potential to grow for God I think there's um room and I think it's right to have mm. a Christian in it. I think my only qualm comes, um, the only not qualm, but hesitation or safeguard is um, don't let that overlook what's of first importance. Mm. Okay. So don't let politics overlook what's of first importance, which is the gospel. Mm. Don't let um, creativity overlook what's first importance don't let a medicine overlook what's what's of first importance mm. um so yeah it's almost balances and checks which mm. each person would have to address personally and individually um mm. but yeah i think there's there's space um this is something i've wrestled with as well so i'm happy mm. about this conversation yeah how yeah, about like you
2: say um i think there is room for it i think there should be room for it mm. but like i think for a non-christian i can understand why they feel they sh- Christian sort of values shouldn't be involved in it. Mm. Um, I don't know if this country is still considered a Christian country or whatnot. According to
0: David Cameron, it was
2: according <laughs> to you David know, Cameron.
0: He found, he, yeah, sorry,
2: no, but that, yeah, I think there is room for it, and I feel like as Christians, we'd want to see those sort of values and sort of mentality like share to people who are not christian but like Mm. we need to also think i don't know what should come first do we need to think and be considerate to people who aren't christian because what we believe in might sound ludicrous to them Mm. and i can understand that um as christians we are supposed to be more influential than we are but unfortunately Mm. we're not so does that mean that in stuff like politics and media is that where we're supposed to sort of share our sort of values i don't Mm. know what the right sort of position to take mm. Mm. in politics. And I don't personally don't follow politics. Like I could, I'm probably really ignorant when it comes to like the policies and all that mm. stuff. I just personally don't follow it. It's not something that has been of interest to me and that might sound really bad to most people. And it's not because I don't want to know anything. It's just not something that I've, um, it's not at the forefront of my mind, but mm. even though it should be, but I even think even if um, there was like a Christian, Prime Minister, I don't know, like who are we to say they're Christian or not? Mm, mm. I don't know whether that will have such an impact. Mm. To be honest, because mm. it's not going to be the decisions they make, the things they try to implement, it's not going to be down to them alone. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. How yeah. how much are they actually going to be able to say they're Christian and and like quote scripture that sort of stuff? Like mm. how how influential can they, they be? So be. I'm not saying it doesn't matter. I'm just saying, like, I don't know, to be yeah. honest. Mm. Yeah. I
0: mean, like, personally, I think for me, Vincent's always been this this guy that um, I mentioned. He's always been, like, the go-to person for politics because, just like yourself, mm. I've never really cared. I just don't mm. gravitate towards it. I feel like most of my lies anyway. So, I'm <laughs> just like... But then the the conversation was, like, literally, if you are, for instance, representing a group of people, mm. you're representing them by geographic location. Not necessarily by values, or mm. not necessarily by beliefs or mm. creeds or faith. So then, you standing there as their representative, mm. how do you, how do you, uh, reconcile the the collective values of the group, mm. which may have nothing to do with religion, with your values as as a Christian? And that's mm. where the conflict is. Mm. If that makes sense. Like if you're if you're representing a group and. You know, just even thinking about representing a group, you have to consider all styles, all lifestyles, mm. and and how how do you re- reconcile that yeah. as as a Christian? Mm. It's yeah why I thought, or why I recognize that there would be difficulty mm. as a Christian going yeah. and then fighting for like yeah. gay marriage yeah. in yeah. churches. How how do you do that yeah. if mm. you are a politician? that say you're an MP, you have to do that for your people. Mm. But then, if you're a Bible-believing person, you know that It'd that's... will be very
2: hard. Yeah. The conflicts of the heart. Yeah. Like, yeah. Honestly.
1: I think... Um, so, I want again, like, I... The church that I'm currently at very active in community organising and it isn't quite politics, but it's galvanising the people within a local community to rally to the politicians and MPs and stuff with problems that they have um, to try bring about change um, one of the things that day-to-day people face is that there'll be issues but they don't feel they have the power to bring about any change mm-hmm. but when there's a group of them and then they're able to like galvanize themselves and organize themselves Strengthen well, they're numbers. Able, yeah they're able to bring about change and stuff and there's been some good work done like the local school to us were able to lobby the um their local MP to get um, a lollipop lady and a zebra crossing repainting and stuff. Mm. And it's it's, it's, a, it's it's a bunch of schools that came mm. together to do mm-hmm. that. And so like there's true power in that. Mm. Um, one of the things that I really struggled with is, um, so this is from the church perspective rather than an individual. <clears throat> and it's how much energy does a church put into it? And how much like whose responsibility is it? If it becomes the pastor's responsibility to be the politician or the um, community organizer, then we've placed community organizing above preaching the gospel. Mm. If that makes sense, like yeah. what's mm. of primary importance, which is the gospel, we've we've almost substituted that. Um, but one thing coming back to the individual poli- on politics now, one thing that I in con- having conversation with different people. Was made apparent was that so there's um, this is where it gets a bit technical. There's like different categories of God's will.
0: Okay.
1: Um. So there's the like you what's understood as the moral will, mm. which don't steal, don't kill, blah blah blah. Um, which people do transgress, and it's given generally to the land. Then there's almost like. <coughs> sovereign will which mm. i'm not going to get into because peter and, I start, <laughs> and a different thing so sovereign will is god's will that cannot be transgressed and it's going to happen um providentially he's working towards it through our inadequacies or adequacies and following his moral law so a moral law is good for everyone even if you're not a christian so like don't yeah. steal um don't covet your neighbor's wife stuff like that like the ten commandments common sense, it's stuff, common sense yeah. sort of stuff and it's even whether you're a christian or not you can still benefit from some of mm. these things and it's a it's case um there's an argument that god god has got like a um god's common grace for everyone mm. includes wanting to build a community that is harmonious to a degree that looks out for each other's good mm. and looking out for each other's good might mean Putting in legislation to ensure that that happens, okay. and that's where politics can almost come in. That mm. I am God's agent within this place to help put in legislation to safeguard everyone. Um, but yeah, it is. It definitely becomes tricky when you're in like a, a predominantly um, in an area that's predominant in this particular thing that you don't necessarily agree with. Mm. And I'm leaving that as vague as possible. <laughs> um, and now you're lobbying for that when you're convicted against it. Yeah. And mm-hmm. one thing that, I'm talking a lot, one thing that um, I'm convicted with or on as well is the difference between, um, in quotations, work-based righteousness <coughs> and righteousness based on Christ. Okay. So even if, um, and this, I don't know how to reconcile this, even if like, I don't agree with something, but I lobbied um, parliament and the government to pass this thing. Mm-hmm. I am. Um, if it's if it's something that goes against what the Bible's saying, then am I creating room for them to sin?
2: Am mm-hmm. I acknowledging
1: that they're sinning and making mm. it legal for them to do in, so? In, mm. Endorsing it, basically, endorsing it, yeah. Yeah. Mm. essentially. Um, but at the same time, if I vote against it and I'm like, I'm a Christian, this is what I believe, mm. like, no abortions, let's close every single abortion clinic, mm. then, in essence, I'm imposing my convictions on them and they haven't agreed to my convictions. Mm. You know. And
2: I don't really understand why. So even if you are, like, for abortion, for example, if you're in a situation where um, you've con- you're, you've told someone not to abort, like, this is just a random example, um, even if they do agree not to do it, like, has anything changed in their heart? Like their mentality yeah. hasn't changed, their belief yeah. hasn't changed yeah. and what's more important in that situation? Mm-hmm. So I do totally get that. It's kind of a hard thing like, and I just thank God that I have not been called to be in that sort of position because mm. I'm that type of person. I'll get anxiety about having to make the right decision mm. and I don't think I'm strong enough to to be that, that spokesperson for something mm. that goes against the grain like that because yeah. it must be so hard, to be honest. Yeah, yeah.
1: I think one thing we mentioned as well is that like even if you if you don't know jesus like the abortion is not the the worst problem you've got right now Mm. there's no jesus Mm. um so whether you keep it or not you're still in the same predicament yeah um i was gonna say something else forgotten peter no because
0: um i I was thinking about the effects like obama's legacy barack Mm. obama's legacy and you know like i think he he did a it was a, it was a joke but he did a song with uh, Jimmy Fallon and it was about all the things he'd done and mm-hmm. you know some of the things that he was quoting was he's um, I think w- w- what did he say basically gay rights is something that he's progressed mm-hmm. under his singing. Um the, the pro-choice all mm-hmm. of those things all the things that Democrats stand for mm-hmm. and you know we think about Barack Obama and I don't know if he's Christian or not but. His legacy is one where, if I look at it from the point of view of the common person, mm-hmm. regardless of religion, yeah. he's done a lot to progress society. Mm-hmm. If I look at it from a Christian's point of view, a lot of the things he's done have been things I don't think God is... Mm-hmm. Or don't think, at least biblically, God would be happy with, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. So it's I, I just think it's a very it's a very difficult position to be in. Mm-hmm. And, and I said the same thing, because I feel like... My my mate, Vincent, I feel like he is definitely called to do that, to be Mm. in politics. And I know that he's a Christian, but I think my conversation with him was literally like, look, my thing isn't whether or not you should do it. My thing is you being prepared for the backlash that's going to come. Because the other aspects Mm. of things is then from the church, (laughs) Mm. from your local church or, or your pastors or stuff like that where you know maybe they see you up there and you know how ghanians are <laughs> we, we, we'll, we'll, we'll back everything we'll tell everyone about you and then you go in like you're making an argument maybe for the people mm. that mm-hmm. might not be popular biblically how is the church supposed to respond to that?
1: You're backslider. <laughs> for you.
0: Get suspended. You can get to sit in the back, but you can bring your ties. Hey, you can view Vincent.
1: sit at the back. The pastor wants
0: to talk to you today. You I know. saw you on TV. So it's it's just it's just a hard one to <laughs> to reconcile. Yeah. Um.
1: Yeah. It's and again it's so when I look at a model that I'm using is like. Um, the nation of israel I and is it, it the nation of islam
0: <laughs> 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 <And it's Africa. laughs>
1: where sure i learn that um nation of islam <laughs> israel. <laughs> israel now as a whole community had agreed to live under the rulership of god and live under what god had um, commanded obviously kings came and they did what, whatever they wanted to do but as a whole they had agreed mm. to do that and so the laws reflected it mm. um, there was a commonality as to this is what we're about like God has formed this nation and these are the rules that we've inherited um, and they didn't lobby those rules onto external people if you wanted to be a part of them then you had to abide by these rules mm. you had to abide by these things but if you didn't want to be a part of us Cool. Keep on burning your children.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Essentially, literally, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it, it's so th- that's the tension for me. It's like, how do we then? And this is not we're trying to prog- project Christian values onto other people. What we're listening to the people and trying to present those in a logical way. But again, it will be filtered through something. It will be p- personally. It will be filtered through our faith. Mm-hmm. How we see how we see the world and stuff. But. It, it, the argument is that, like, these guys haven't agreed to live under the conditions that I am convicted to live by. Mm. Mm. And so I then shouldn't hold these people to the same standard that I hold myself. Mm. Um, but it's still difficult to then be like, all right, so I am going to now fight for them to live in this manner. Mm. Yeah. Knowing this liberty that I haven't went to, then fight for them to live in this manner, knowing that. It goes against. So yeah, it is. It is tricky. Um, what do you think
0: Christ would have done? Like, especially being <laughs> as he was a. I mean, maybe I don't know if I can say it was easier for him, but <laughs> in his time, maybe he <laughs> religion was. Um, it was. It was a much bigger or much more accepted mm. part yeah. of society. But what do you think he would have done now, especially being that Christ was for the oppressed and mm. you know for the most part, maybe let's say like the gay community is being oppressed or mm. now the gender fluid community is somewhat oppressed what what would what would Christ's reaction to them be?
2: I think he would just tell the truth like i, I actually don't know I think he will be he would. I think he would just tell the truth like literally because he would not be scared like we are I feel like as a Mm. people we're scared and it's and it's understandable and because of who he is I don't think he would be afraid of saying anything Mm. like I don't know the approach would probably be different because obviously back then there wasn't as much diversity of like lifestyles and stuff Mm, mm. so I'm not going to say it was easier back then because it wasn't but I think Jesus would would know how to approach the situation, whereas we we're always sort of struggling to like talk in a certain manner to people mm. different from us. Mm. We're fearful of all these things of um, being judged. Whereas I think Jesus would just tell the truth, but mm. do it in love. And we mm. say that in gen- in like in the general sort of phrase, do things in love. But I think he would genuinely like do it in love. Um, yeah.
1: Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's again. It's like, yeah, I don't know, because again, Jesus was in a environment that knew what they stood for. Mm. Mm. So, in as much as it was a Roman, um, like Roman Roman Empire had colonized Israel and stuff, but they stood still stood as a nation, mm. and synagogues were still popping, Pharisees were. Pharisees <laughs> were still popping Sadducees were still popping mm. um, Like they knew what they were about But our were like Just learning the Torah and everything Was still popping mm. They were allowed a, a level of freedom To enjoy their culture <clears throat> Even under Roman rule mm. And so Within the nation It's easier to kind of Maneuver through it um, I think So I'm, I'm looking at like acts when they when they walked around in areas that weren't jewish how then did they interact with them Mm.
3: Mm. and
1: that was a lot more so establishing churches and establishing places where the word of god could be shared where christians can come together and stuff and the primary thing was to live peaceably with those around you um there was there was ways in which christians ought to live but also, we ought to live peaceably with those around us, and that isn't necessarily saying bow down and away from blah blah blah. It's like calling out evil for what, calling out evil and stuff like that, mm. um, being ready to give um, defense for what you believe in and, and everything and why you believe in it. Um, but yeah, generally, I don't know how Jesus would mm. would,
0: would, would I really don't. I, I definitely think, especially like our uh, introvert was saying, it would be surprising his reaction, whatever it would be, would yeah. be surprising, mm-hmm. especially yeah. as. Like I look at the times where he's come in contact, um, or the the times recorded where he came in contact with people who would otherwise have been marginalized or, or considered wrong, mm. and his interactions with them was always different. The woman at the mm. well, you know, it's like his conversation with her wasn't, "Yo, I know that you're you're being a hoe. <laughs> I shall walk, <laughs> and, uh, you're gonna die. It was more, it it was it was weird to see him speak to her like mm. show her that i know who you are mm. and it wasn't i'm judging you mm. it was to the extent where she then goes around and says i've met i've met yeah. the savior mm. or yeah. the woman caught in adultery mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. i always find it interesting like they brought her there or her stories told like she repented but she didn't re- well she wasn't brought there because she was repentant mm. she got there because she was caught mm. <laughs> I, don't <know. laughs> I don't know how they caught her. But she was brought there, you know, having been caught and it was like okay, we caught this woman in adultery. Where's the man? That's that's another question. (laughs) That's another question. Like they brought the woman, they caught her in adultery. Where's Mm. the guy that she was being adulterous with? It's probably in the crowd ready to stone her. (laughs) You know (laughs) like that. (laughs) My wife cannot know about this (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You know. It was like again you see him agree, okay, yeah but then you without sin calls the first time. Mm. And once they left, it's like, I don't judge you. Yeah. And so it was, I, I definitely think it would be surprising. I just don't know how it would be, you know? And I think for me, again, I, I don't know if you mentioned it. Yeah, you did. It, it's it's always, the question always is, do you know who God is? And that's, mm. that's a more important thing for me mm. in my interactions with people is, I don't, I've come to not care whether or not you're gay, whether or not you consider mm. yourself gender, three whatever that oh is oh my
3: gosh
0: See, you know, all <laughs> the no, people I'm wanting to be freak. nah someone said i want to be a genderless alien
3: <laughs> okay cool mm.
0: my thing is do you know that actually we aren't here by mistake and and god is real mm. and he wants a relationship yeah. with, with his created um so i think that's always going to be the the bigger thing um but yeah it's definitely it's it's one i keep thinking about and i keep coming back to cuz i don't know how to actually reconcile you know, faith with dealing with some of these people and dealing with some of these societies and then communities. I
1: I really think like for me and this is where again like my lack of experience and my lack of thought around this area really shows it's like the only way that I have come to be able to deal with these things is on an individual level Mm. rather than a governmental or Mm. policy level. Mm. Um, Because it's very much like, I don't want to levy my convictions over a mass of Mm, people. mm. And at the same time, I don't know how I can reconcile my personal convictions with things that don't agree with it, but Mm. still kind of push them forward in in Mm, that way. mm. And so, yeah, um, that I'm not too sure of. But Mm. one thing that I know for sure, even with, like, through the accounts, like... Jesus would spend time with these people as the MPs as the MPs are supposed to spend time with those who they're representing Mm. I know that Jesus would do that and it's arguably like Jesus was our politician in the sense of he went before the ultimate ruler Mm. Mm. and it's like even though these people have done all of this like here's the penance Mm. like I've I've paid a price sort of thing Mm. um Mm. And and he then bought something that we are now all drawn into and we can enjoy and we're living in yeah. because of what he's done. Mm. Um, and so that way, I can kind of see politics and stuff. But yeah, the only way that I've been able to reconcile it is to actually spend time with the people Everything and invest imagine. in yeah. them yeah. and be like, "You're gay? Cool. Let's grab let's grab a drink. Are oh, you, you had an abortion? Cool. Let's grab a drink." It's just like, regardless of whatever you've done. Mm. You you aren't alienated from God.
0: I I think that's definitely as well the one sure way to come against like prejudices Mm. and and you've got stuff like racism and Mm. homophobia, I guess, and all of those things is most of the time people that have those prejudices or people that are antagonistic to a certain people group are that way because they haven't had contact with them. Mm. Mm. And so those individual, I think, interactions are definitely very yeah. important mm. um, in dispelling some of those mm. uh, stereotypes and prejudices. Yeah.
3: Mm.
0: So, in that, in la- are we going to wrap up? Oh, no, carry
1: on, carry on. No, no, yeah. if... Because if, 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 uh, what I'm going to say will be nice to wrap up with.
0: Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah.
1: Okay. Go ahead, yeah. So, yeah, um, what I just want to say is... Um, one thing that we should definitely do is pray for those christian politicians um mm. they they're they're in a difficult position oh absolutely um mm. so yeah like just yeah just pray yeah. for christian politicians it's like we don't we don't we don't want donald trump we don't want politicians <laughs> like trump like i'm creating a christian <laughs> nation apparently is christian you no know, like, i'm creating a christian nation and that's another
2: doing. thing that frustrates me <laughs> representation and this is it it's kind of mad you go so boldly yes (laughs) and then you come like KKK I I literally watched what's it called Black clansman black Black (laughs) clansman last night and then I was just stressed like how they kept on saying like they kept on praising God and then like it was just frustrating Mm -hmm. me like I Mm -hmm. felt so like sad mm-hmm. yeah like it mm-hmm. was so bad yeah. like it made yeah. me feel so uncomfortable <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> Black Panther <sighs> is another it's, it's a good it's looking like a good movie it's, it's good yeah. it's good I was
2: stressed yeah. I was getting really hot me and my friend were just like because I was getting hot because I'm not really in, around people that like use that sort of language mm. so they were just using all these slurs and i was really feeling uncomfortable and then at the end um some random white lady started clapping and no one clapped in the cinema <laughs> and i was laughing my head off like you've seen it right yeah, yeah. so the end bit you know the, all the footage yeah and this yeah. lady just started clapping and then everyone was just like this is kind of awkward you
1: know the ones where like you need to sneak out of the cinema yeah. Right? Yeah. If people see your face and you're trying to walk out baldly, yeah. huh, But yeah, yeah, Yeah. the whole
2: thing about them being in a church and saying Mm -hmm. praise God, and it just made me feel so uncomfortable. And then I was even thinking that people, for people who aren't Christians, they're going to be thinking like this is how a lot of Christians think. And it made me like so sad that their, their mentality, their, their beliefs are so far from where it should be. Mm -hmm. It's Mm -hmm. actually just a bit crazy. Like, how did they get to that sort of thinking?
0: Was it Westboro Baptist Church as well? Is that? I think there's some other cult as well that is supposed to be Christian, but mm. just wildly outside of any sort of biblical truths. Mm. It's madly, madly cultish. Um. But anyway, let's uh, let's uh, let's go and do some hookups. Hook yeah, let's do some hookups. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Easy. Um,
1: <laughs> this wasn't going to be my hookup, but since we've mentioned it, <laughs>
3: can black clansmen.
1: Can, can, can um, anything with the right white person, you know. Like, <laughs> Like, yeah, like if you haven't seen it, watch mm.
2: it. Um, uncle Spike, Uncle Spike Lee. Fam, Spike Lee <laughs> Joyce. Well. Do you know what? No, no he's like, actually Uncle. Like.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. F- As you're watching it, be prepared the tension in the film is sustained mm. throughout the entire film. Yeah. Like, normally films will have moments where you can breathe easy. Mm. This one doesn't have it. Mm. Like, the tension is sustained throughout it. So when afterwards, it's just like a whirlwind of emotion because yeah. you're just like, yo, how do I make sense of this? Yeah. It's tense throughout the it's entire mad film. That
0: it's on it's a true story. As yeah. well, isn't it? Mm. I've heard the uh, interview with the main guy, the guy whose story it is, mm. like, based on, but I haven't watched the movie yet okay but i can imagine yeah and one
1: thing that surprised well it didn't surprise you but I, f- I found it quite entertaining is that the main black character is Denzel Washington son yeah oh you but didn't know i didn't know no
2: he sounds like him a lot as well if you watch the thing the is after, yeah
1: after I, after I finished watching it i came out and i saw the advert and i was mm. like wait washington oh, yeah.
2: Down. He's oh. Really good, yeah he's really good yeah. man he's really good And i love how spike at the end um when they got the knock at the door and mm. they did that um, shot that famed Spike Lee yeah, shot with the yeah, same music from Inside yeah, Man as well, and I was yeah, just like, "Yeah, that yeah, was good. Fam. It was done very, very well. Yeah, but it was bad. so good. I, I like. Obviously, I expected it to be good, but mm. like maybe because I hadn't seen anything from Spike that I've really liked in a mm. while." Well so i was really impressed yeah yeah it was, it was good bad. like
1: the film grain the, the mm. grading of it oh, it
2: was so bad. rich and yeah. like you can it was like it was, the vibe was good yeah like, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. love yeah. it artists talk about <laughs> <artists>. <laughs> no i love it <laughs> like, it's not yeah, about the story and it's about the visual no, it's, it's everything <laughs> it's everything the details Every- like yeah, yeah it was dope mm. it was yeah. actually dope
0: it was dope cool yeah right, i'll give i'll give my hookup because it's one i've given before but i'll keep talking about it until everyone goes and listens to it um so jackie hill perry mm-hmm. her book is actually out now um and i'm going to plug the audible audiobook audiobook version because she reads it herself oh, cool. yeah so um gay girl good god mm-hmm. Go and get it wherever you get your audio books. Uh, she reads it; she narrates it herself. And again, it's just a really good. I haven't finished listening to it yet, mm. but it's a good. It's a good book to hear mm. the testimony of someone who was gay, like fully gay, mm. Mm. like, um, and now is is not. What do you mean? Tough. She get going <laughs> fully gay. <laughs> like you can be, you can. <laughs> you know, like when you talk to some people, like I think it was just not about being gay but it was about not having sex before Mm. marriage Mm. and it sounds like oh peter you don't you don't understand you didn't have sex anyway so (laughs) 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 you can say it's fine but once you've had sex it's different i'm like okay fine she was fully gay now Mm. she's not so you her testimony Mm. should carry a bit more weight Mm. yeah all
2: right um i was thinking on the way here like what to give but um I'll say a show called Fargo, it's on Netflix. Um, Mm, It's kind of continued from the film, I think from 1996 by the Coen brothers. So the TV series happens in the same world, but like each series, there's three Mm -hmm. different periods of time. So I think there's one in the seventies, one in the nineties and one in that current time. Mm. And the Coen brothers don't direct it, they're just um, executive producers. But I love it because it's realistic, but with a hint of weirdness. And I love shows like that. And it's really shot well. The storylines are good. It's a bit crazy, as in, like, things that happen. But I really, really love it. And I don't Mm. think there's a lot per season. So I think it's a good thing to, like, catch up on. Mm. Um, Yeah, I think it's a rare good sort of well thought out show because I feel like these days a lot of production companies are just putting out rubbish like and it really frustrates me but um, I think it's a good show to watch and I don't know if there'll be fourth season because they use like really big like leading characters so season one has Martin Freeman aka um, Watson from Sherlock so yeah they use big characters so big Mm -hmm. actors sorry so I think I don't know Mm -hmm. i hope there's another season but i really really like it if you like um if you like sherlock if you like really cinematic tv shows i'll definitely say give it a watch called fargo
0: sherlock was dope
2: i love sherlock so much so so much get into that definitely you have to like me and my friend will call each other after each episode and just discuss (laughs) the whole thing
0: after watching i actually went to get this because sherlock holmes has always been like my favorite fictional character. Uh, after watching the BBC series, I literally went to get the um, Arthur Conan Doyle uh, collection oh, wow. of books read okay. by Stephen Fry.
2: Oh, it's wow. 11
0: hours worth of oh good stories. I'm just like, yeah, looking forward to listening to that.
2: Sherlock is good,
1: man. Sherlock is that guy. <laughs> all right,
0: all right, all right. So back into the podcast. Let's go on to something a bit lighter, I think. Um, what well, socks match your mic? <laughs> <laughs> Why is my mic smelling a lot of <laughs>
1: because cause it's pushing back your breath
0: that's that's what it is um so do you, do you listen to a lot of hip-hop
2: um a certain type yeah i like jazz like my main sort of music mm. i listen to is jazz so when it has that sort of like when you can hear the sax you can hear like mm-hmm. those sort of melodies yeah mm.
0: so you wouldn't be like an eminem fan
2: no nah, i don't nah. really know his stuff except for the like the main silly stuff Okay, cool. Wait, is it on Spotify? Yeah.
0: I don't
1: have Spotify. You don't
2: have Spotify?
1: <laughs> no. You can get the free one, it's cool.
2: For how long
0: though? Like Oh no, months? the free ones, you can have the free one, but you get is adverts. It? Yeah, you get adverts. Uh, no one told me this. And I think you only have how many skips? Like three or four? I haven't had free for so long that I forgot.
2: Oh, I sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ouchie. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alright, so well, the reason I was asking that is because um, Eminem's Kamikaze came out and then... He sent out a shot at um, Machine Gun Kelly Mm -hmm. for something Machine Hmm. Gun Kelly said online. Machine Gun Kelly came back. Eminem since come back with Kamikaze. Mm -hmm. Um, I obviously had a lot of thoughts about it. Mm -hmm. However, my question is, is social media... Okay, when I started social media, I recognized it's social media. It's not the real world. Mm. But then it seems to... Well, what I'm seeing is it seems to be the real world now. Like, people are losing their jobs off of stuff they said mm. on social media. Um, this Machine Gun Kelly stuff, beef with Eminem, because of social media. Mm. Um, Nicki Minaj, Cardi B. I
2: don't know anything about that. I don't follow that. <laughs> you live a simple so, life. It's very tried good. It's very good.
0: To. Basically, so many beefs, like, literal face to face kind of beefs are mm. happening because of stuff that happens put online. Two fingers. You know, Twitter fingers and I meet you in person. Yeah. You know, like that. So, <laughs> catch these <laughs> so is is social media real life or or what's what what relevance does it have in your lives at the moment like your social media stuff Mm. i know you're gone till november according to your instagram
2: that's just a personal (laughs) thing because i feel like the world is so noisy and like i feel like you can go on twitter you could be having a good morning good day you go on and see something like would we'll just mess you up for the day, yeah. so I've decided to not do that mm. in terms of just scroll through because there's always something that's going to disrupt my mm. thinking, and I really hate that. So mm. for me, it's purely promotion, even though I hate promoting myself. Mm. That's what I see it as. Mm. Um, I don't want it to be a thing where it's like my diary because like, when I was younger, when I first joined, it's just like I'll be writing everything. Whereas now I'm just really careful to not. I need to stop and think before I type anything because, like, mm. realistically. Why do I need to let people know of certain know. stuff? Yeah. Yeah. And mm. I think that's a very dangerous thing. A lot of people do it. Um, I'm trying to be that person that isn't always on um, Twitter, Instagram. I haven't had the Twitter app on my phone for like a good couple of years. Mm. I only have the Instagram one so I can upload, but then mm. I tend to just delete it off my phone. Um, I deleted Facebook a couple of weeks ago. I'm just trying to get off the grid, but it's really hard as an artist to like, actually yeah. do that and that's mm. really irritating me. Yeah. Mm. But... I'm trying just not to stay logged in and for me it's just promotion and if God really did want me to see something like if to see a job he will show it to me some other way mm-hmm. rather than mm-hmm. being on Twitter because there's that thing um, the fear of missing out Yeah, I used yeah, to get yeah. that a lot whereas now it's like I don't care like Snapchat um, I, I remember I deleted Snapchat like a good couple of years ago and then for a good year and then i came back on because i thought i was missing out on stuff mm. i was on it for a month and i was like i don't need this and i deleted it again mm-hmm. like not just the app, deleted my whole account mm-hmm. so i think there needs to be some sort of you need to assess how how much are you on these things for no mm-hmm. reason like how yeah. much time are you wasting yeah. and how much things are you giving into or believing because like you're saying it's, it's not real, but it is becoming real because mm. people are believing everything. Mm-hmm. People are not doing their research. People yeah. are just jumping on things. It's like, mm. calm down. Like, you mm. don't know if it's true or not. And, yeah, it's really irritating when you see people arguing. It's just like, I don't want to see this. Like yeah. Arguing over 140 characters. It, it doesn't make sense to me, especially on YouTube. Like, <laughs> like YouTube comments yeah, is actually bad. mad. I turned off YouTube. Um, I think you can turn it off when you put it on the child mm. something so mm. you don't see any comments. Because right. it'll be a thing where I'll be watching something and I really like it and I see a comment like and it offends me Yeah, yeah. a whole me that has yeah. nothing to do with it so I thought <laughs> let me just start reading comments it's mm. a bit ridiculous but it's, it's crazy because it gets yeah. to a point
0: where you're literally like I'm just here for the comments <laughs> yeah <laughs> just going down for the comments literally. the comments get so wild wow. so quickly it's, it's ridiculous it's, it's funny how like there's just that it, it's a disconnect between what i'd say to your face mm. and what i can say behind the computer just mm. typing into my keyboard mm. where mm. there's no one to ch- to sort of challenge me
3: yeah
0: whilst i'm making that mm-hmm. that argument or mm. whatever and people say the wildest things Fam. and it's just like it's Fam. crazy Fam. it's sad
2: it's, it like Fam. years ago like people wouldn't be saying this stuff no, no like what, why are people being so reckless and they think it it's become the norm, has, yeah. and I always tell yeah. people it's not by force to talk. Like my friends know me feel like <laughs> not. T- <laughs> it's not by force. Yeah, like yeah, I don't like yeah, talking. Yeah. My friends know this. Like I can be chilling with people and just not talk because I Ooh. like to listen. And it's like people, even when um Alan Sugar did that tweet about the footballers, like um I don't know if you guys saw it about the footballers that look like the guys selling stuff on yeah, the beach. Yeah, yeah. in my head, that. I was thinking like you don't have to be a comedian you're not a comedian like you mm. don't have to talk you don't have to tweet mm. and it's like p- people will be saying stuff because they feel an an urge to say something it's just like just you haven't you even like go. gotten out of bed yet you haven't done your morning mm. prayer and you're already mm. tweeting nonsense <laughs> it's the like of people that are just like stop just because you can yeah it means you should talk at Shh. all just keep quiet like <laughs> it's so irritating mm. i don't know that's that's
1: Wisdom right there just because you can doesn't mean you should, <laughs> mm. and right. that's that's even like not even social media, that's that's like work. Um, and <laughs> I've got people from my workplace listening to this podcast now, so All I'm right. not going to talk too recklessly. <laughs> Actually, no, forget it. I'm hey. going to talk. It's like you get given a job, yeah, just because I can do that mm. doesn't mean I should, so you better find somebody else,
3: <laughs> mm.
1: but um, yeah. I, Like, I've deleted a Facebook app off my phone, Mm. um, so I have to log in via browser. And that makes me a lot more conscious of how many times I actually log into it. Yeah, and
2: why you're doing it. and why I'm doing Mm. it.
1: Um, I've actually found that... So, how real is social media? Like, how... how, I think there's a push towards virtual reality a lot now. So, even, like, games and stuff, there's a real Mm. push towards it. And people use it as an escape from real life. Um, So even like video games was an escape for me Back in the day for my anxiety, pressures or whatever Like I'll go play video games I can literally spend the whole day on it And I just didn't have to worry about anything Mm. else Mm. Um, People are getting a validation from social media From Mm. likes and follows and comments and stuff People are like that has become life for this new generation mm. and luckily like our generation we you go play football you go outside you didn't yeah. have you didn't play have you like mobile phones mm. use a landline if your mum was using it you'd wait mm. if yeah, someone was on yeah. the internet you'd wait like <laughs> that, you'd, literally, that wait. noise that come on <laughs> or you would flip in go phone box
0: 20p like and Dude, I was it, in Ghana. You go to the internet cafe. <laughs> How am I in the in, at the internet cafe? Like, look, I want a job here simply so I can use the internet.
2: Wow.
1: <laughs> that peak. If, um, like, the story about internet cafe with me. Yeah, I, I got I got banned from it, but um, <laughs> <laughs> and it was my mum, but um, it was peak, but um, yeah, like there was a lot more emphasis on being around people, and I think mm. being around people taught us like just reading body language learning nuances mm. being able to interact with people mm. but now it's a lot more convenient to just text someone rather than like talking to someone like, I, I prefer texas to t- talk it um and so we're losing now on just being able to sit in people's presence yeah be able to just hold that space without something um there and that's why I even i just realized and as soon as i came i was like oh you guys should have watched something because mm. that would have been a placeholder mm. to mm-hmm. avoid like conversation and blah 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 mm. but yeah that has become reality mm. reality has become snapchatting or instagramming your christmas dinner before you eat it mm. yeah <laughs> when yeah. like just,
2: everyone's having the same forget thing forget yeah. pictures
1: give me the plate <laughs> yeah let's get let's this eat. in mm. and like yeah so there's been a lot more there's been a lot a greater push towards perceptions perceptions have always been an issue um, but now it's a lot more apparent yeah. mm. so like for me physically me personally there's like Appearance, physique. Um, if you're not like this hench dude, personal trainer on Instagram, you're slacking. Mm. These times their videos are cute, like this one minute video curated over an entire week. Yeah. So you will think that he's going ham. Yeah. But nah, yeah. no, it's like mm. he's having like Snickers breaks. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Mm. So yeah, I think this is like a little rant. But yeah, I think that it's become it's become reality to them, and they're finding their worth, their identity, and stuff in it. Social media and internet isn't all bad, um, but just because it isn't bad doesn't necessarily mean there aren't bad elements in it or it can't yeah. be doing having negative effects on us. Um,
0: I, I think I think it's important to <laughs> to to be intentional mm. about your know, use. I think mm. you know noticing that it's it's just for promotion, and so mm. you mm. have social because it is a good outlet for it. Yeah. As you say, it's not all bad, and it's it's incredible that you get to. You you have a means to get information out there so quickly to so many people. Mm. You know, like um, I think I sent the video of Missy Elliott's "Funky White Sister," who was this middle-aged white woman oh, working yeah. um, doing the "Work It" song and mm-hmm. by Missy Elliott rapping and everything. And it's funny that she was just doing that video, or she was just doing it in a in a park. Someone took a video, sent it out, and Missy Elliott gets to see it. Mm. And I think I just saw on Facebook like uh, Ellen on the Ellen show she got to meet Missy Elliott and they both really? did the song together. Dope. You know, and it's crazy, like that would not have happened when yeah. the song came out Yeah. But then now it doesn't mean to get it out. Mm-hmm. There. However, like I always find it interesting how these these companies employ like uh, psychiatrists and people to build in addictive features mm. and like there's a science to making it addictive because their business model is keeping eyes on the product. So whatever you can do to keep people looking at their phones, to keep mm. people on the product, that's how you make mm. your money. You know. So it's. I always find it dangerous, especially like it's an infinite scroll. Mm. Mm. Essentially, it's a bottomless pit. <laughs> yeah. You know, you think of that in biblical terms. Mm. <laughs> they find a dragon on the bottom of that, but it's just it's interesting that it's you can literally keep on scrolling forever. Mm. Yeah. Know? And, and that will find what, new stuff to show and, you. You know, and and it's kind mm. of like what a lot of people are doing now yeah. like people will be on the bus and a group of friends and literally and i sound like an old man yes mm. whatever <laughs> but you let you see them just all scrolling through yeah. their phones barely talking to each other like, yeah oh i text you, you sit right next I to you, you know, like like check your phone
2: <laughs> it's kind of bad that i try to consciously like turn off my phone in certain places or just not be on it because yeah. like I'm a type of person when I'm around too many people like too much noise I just t- tend to like hide and like my phone used to be the thing that I just mm. go on to just stop people from talking to me because like sometimes I don't want to talk but like I've learned to not do that especially like on the on the train in the morning on the way to work I'm just watching like couples on their phones the whole entire journey but you mm-hmm. came on together and obviously sometimes you could be doing work you could be doing important stuff mm-hmm. but like you were just saying with like a bunch of friends each of them silent on their phone yeah. I find it so so yeah. weird yeah. Yeah. You know they're not doing anything yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. um, I, was look, I was watching this video around um, becoming a YouTube content creator and they said something that was really fascinating um, what they said was the commodity now is people's attention. Mm. And so literally that's, that's what we're pitching for, people's yeah. attention. Mm-hmm. And there, there's no real, the argument was there's no real limit to people's attention. Mm. Like if your content is captivating enough, people will stay up all night to watch it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so there's no real limit to that. And Especially when it's so easy to yeah. acquire. And, yeah. so, and it, um, all of these things are now geared around monetizing attention. Oh
0: yeah. Mm. Which
1: Basically is like have to pay attention?: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pay attention. Yeah. And it, which is
0: scary, because mm-hmm.
1: it's like what well, is good and it's bad. It's like we are now crafting things to capture your attention and to make money off of your attention. Mm.
3: Mm.
1: And it's just like, yo, me just watching this video. Mm. Is paying this person
3: yeah
1: like yeah. the 15 five minutes of mm. my life that I've just invested into this video mm. has invested into this person mm. and it's like it's a weird cycle yeah um, but yeah it, it's
0: we're monetizing people's attention the, the, the problem with attention being the commodity is especially where it's there's so much information or there's so much out there to mm. pay attention to the things that rise to the top will either be the best or the craziest mm. Mm. and making the best is fairly difficult but people just go for the craziest and yeah. that's why your youtube comments and that's why your um the instagram videos it's the ones that they're doing the most mm-hmm. that will that will rise to the top you know and everyone's saying maybe the same thing but it's the one that says it the wildest way mm. that will, will gain their attention mm-hmm. and that's what we're that's what we're looking for yeah. what what do you guys think about the next generation though, like you said, like maybe we had, and again, I, I sound really old. i, I <laughs> recognize that I sound really old. But we literally had, it was a lot more difficult to spend time online and thus you had to do other things. Mm. And I don't think it was intentional even to have to go and play football. It was just what you had to go mm. and do. Mm-hmm. But with the next generation coming up where this is so built into their lives, mm-hmm. what what do you think? Like you've got a kid, I'll be having kids. Yeah. Um, Enjoy if you want to have kids when you get married or when you don't whatever <laughs> 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 it's always <laughs> that awkward
3: like.
0: yeah. but no like if anything we know younger people yeah. coming up and being old you have the privilege of at least influencing them in some yeah. way what do we do for them where it's so built into their yeah. lives I think
2: no mm. um,
0: one of the things that I
1: really enjoyed um, before the social media side was just community Mm. Was the fact that even video games weren't online? Like, you physically oh, had yeah. to be beside yeah. someone. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, weird to play yeah. Now. yeah, But yeah. It, now it's like you, you rarely get a game that is two player physically. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <coughs> you have to be online to, Bro, to do back it. Back in the day when I was like, crazy. you check for if it's four or more players. You know yeah,
2: Be sharing yeah. the controllers. Like. Yeah. You know, like yeah, yeah, that. yeah, yeah,
1: And like, everyone had like the special controller, then the dick ones that you give to your friends. <laughs> but it's like everything was built around community. Yeah. Football community, playing games, community, like Ghana, Ampe, community. <laughs> like literally everything was community. Mm. You needed people around you to to do anything. But now everything is... With social media, That there, there's the illusion of connectivity, but it's moving more towards isolation. Oh,
3: yeah. Mm.
1: And like I can talk to you, but just look at your phone and don't look mm. at me. Just let's talk through, mm. through WhatsApp. Um, one thing, so I did, I was trying to create... Um, content for the young people at church around um, social media and just like how to use it wisely and I came across a um, piece of work by the children's commissioners which I'll definitely recommend for anyone who's thinking around this and there was five digital strategies um, towards um, social media mm-hmm. and what they specified was that they're not trying to highlight the dangers of social media per se because everyone kind of does that and Mm. if you're like there's a lie there don't go someone is going to want to go see that (laughs)
3: Um,
1: but more so they're trying to highlight resilience digital resilience Mm. how to use it properly Mm. Um, and so they've got five things if I can remember them Um, there's be mindful so be mindful about yourself like know your limits on social media like when it's wise for you to come off Mm. they even say like set a timer no one's going to set a time on social media. There's there
0: apps that do that now, actually.
1: Yeah. And yeah. plus, mm. I think on the new iPhone plug, on the new iPhone um, OS. I'm plugging iPhones on
0: my podcast. <laughs> wow. On our podcast, <laughs> on I mean, Any podcast <laughs> I'm on.
1: <laughs> on um, iOS 12, there's that you can set timers for different apps. Mm. So when it comes up, you can, you can override it, mm. but at least you know that the time it, brings it, to your yeah, attention. it brings it to your attention. I've been on it for half an hour, an hour, however long. Um so you can set like a daily limit.
3: Mm.
1: Um so you can set limits, they say be active. So like don't let social media mm. take you away from actually living an active life. Mm. Um there's um create content because we can become zombies and just consume content without actually being creative mm. ourselves. Yeah. There's um, um engage so actually, like, give people feedback, give comment, and not just kind of like be a ghost stalker or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then the, the final one is um, around building people up. So if you see people those wild comments, actually like speaking against it, reporting it, like ensure that the socials, the digital space is a safe space for people mm-hmm. to be in. Mm-hmm. So those are the five things that they're like. If you do this, it should build your digital resilience to a degree. And I'll definitely. Um, promote that in terms of mm. digital resilience rather than like avoiding it totally because as mm. you said it has got benefits mm. but it's not allowing those ben- those virtues to become vices in mm. your life um so yeah like for me one of the things that i do is i've scheduled that every I've, I've recognized that i can only really maintain one social media outlet at any given time and because of the work that i do it's instagram so i'm, I'm constantly i'm predominantly on instagram so yeah if like you want to at me or whatever instagram otherwise i'm not going to see it <laughs> um but i've built in a quarterly break so every quarter of a year i'll be off it for a week or two mm. and then i'll go back so like now I'm on, I'm on the break so if you go to my instagram there's nothing there mm. um i literally deactivate it there's nothing there and then i come back after the two week or two and then kind of come back into it mm. i realized that for me on instagram it very quickly becomes oh, how many people are like in the thing. Mm. Like, what's, the, what's the interaction? Am mm. I you know, commenting on people's pictures, blah, blah, blah. Mm. But coming off of it just allows me to be like, breathe deep, refresh, mm. think creatively without the burden of having to post anything up. Just mm. being like, yeah, I'm just, I'm just gonna be. And luckily I've got a website, so if you wanna see my work, at least I still have an outlet to be like, that's where you can see my stuff. Mm. When Instagram comes back on, it's more just like for fun. Um, so yeah, so for me, that's one of the ways um yeah, that I'd be mindful about my time. <laughs> any tips?
2: Um, I would say by leading by example because I would say I'm pretty old school in terms of I'm almost twenty six but I'm that type of person that'll be reading, I'll be going out, like I like to be active and I mm. feel like instead of telling I don't have any children yet, but if I were to have children or like really young siblings, I do have a sibling, but he's seventeen. But like instead of them telling them not to go on the internet, or not do this, just yeah. encourage them by like just changing their perspective and like yeah. encouraging them encouraging them to do something else. Yeah. Um, I I always said that when I'm older and like my children of a certain age, I want them to be involved in something active to be in a team. Cause mm. I felt like when I was younger, I was part of like every team and like, so I didn't have time to be idle and to be on the internet. Mm. And I feel like that can also help in other things in terms of them seeing things they're not supposed to. And like, mm. I'm really big on content and like, I believe that's like my sort of mission to, to, produce content that is um edifying rather mm. than just like mindless stuff so i feel like if they are going to be on the internet and stuff i don't want them to be watching dumb stuff like mm. the viral things but even if um i don't want them to be on the internet and consuming stuff like that i want them to be an option for something else so they're mm. not just bored mm. that there's no i don't want there to be a time where the idle and the only sort of thing they know to go to is the internet Mm. you know because I feel like being part of the team it teaches you stuff as well it makes you active and so you're not always looking at a screen because even when I'm at work all day and then I come home it's like I've been looking at my screen all day even though I have been working I don't want to be constantly in front of the screen, mm. and I'm very conscious of that. Mm. And even just scrolling, like, I remember there was a time I was looking at my um, what I liked on Instagram. You know, you had this section, yeah, okay. and there was a whole bunch of stuff I don't remember liking. It's because I was scrolling mm. and just <laughs> liking mindlessly, yeah. mm. and that really bothered me. Mm. Like I don't know whether I don't know when it was whether I was half asleep, and I like, I feel like that's so dangerous when you're mindlessly scrolling, mm. even on YouTube as well. There was a time where. I used to get anxiety if I didn't go into my subscriptions and watch every single video, yeah. and yeah. that was like really, really bad. Like yeah. I had to go in my subscriptions now. I just like I go on when I want, to, when mm, I want, yeah. when I want to watch something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I believe um, just kind of allowing yourself to to do other things, like mm. have options, because I think our generation is on the in between. Mm. The lower generation my brother's generation i don't really know where they're at to be honest i I don't know for this one Mm. but uh, because me and my brother have eight years difference how how am i yeah eight to nine years difference so like there's a big gap i feel like a lot of them are conscious of stuff like this but a lot of them aren't Mm. like you'll be hearing them talking about wild stuff Mm. listening to wild music because everyone else is and it actually like stresses me out i'm just Mm. like can you not just like broad and you're sort of you know like they'll be talking about all these I, i'm not gonna say i don't want to say any names just in case anyone likes them but like there's, there's other things you know Feel free. <laughs> yeah. no, i mean no, like no, for, we've, been, we've been living recklessly i mean i don't want to wanna do that i don't want to do <laughs> no, that because for, who else nah, nah I, I started I'm. talking about a program one time that a lot of my friends watched and then i felt really bad because i made it sound like they're watching nonsense but <coughs> it, it's just they not for me they
1: probably are like to say <laughs> yeah.
2: But yeah, I think it's important Power. to like explore, innit? it um, Yeah, I don't watch that one. Yeah, um, yeah. I think it's important to explore. Um, there's so much stuff to do in this world, you know. This world is so big. Like, yeah, it is. <laughs> think, just enjoy life.
0: I, I think you're, you're completely right because I find probably one reason I haven't gone insane, you know, just going to work and staring at a computer screen. I thought you were about to say one thing I haven't gone insane. I was about to say,
1: wow, what, <laughs> what, what are you about to talk about?
0: No, it's it's because. After work, I'm not forced to go in and stare at a computer screen again. Right? Mm. I'll go in and train. I'll go and do something. Yeah. And that's also why my kids are doing karate. My mm. wife understands. She knows. She probably listens to a podcast. But we're doing karate with the kids. <laughs> um, but I think it's important, like. Or, or what? pardon there's there's no oh there's no what if they're not um like into that yeah yeah i've been praying about that they will be you're
2: praying that they oh yeah yeah. oh my gosh
0: but then also like i have i have thought about if they're not Mm. even if they're not whatever they are into like Mm -hmm. giving them enough options to sample different things Mm. obviously when they're a kid they'll probably just want to do what mum and dad does and Mm. someone said um kids don't listen to you they imitate you. yeah so if, if you know I'll I will be training anyway so mm. they'll be there with me and if they want to do it they, they can if they don't whatever they want to do but I think the more important thing is that you are doing something yeah and that thing isn't just going on the computer and then yeah doing the mindless thing of scrolling through mm-hmm. stuff but actually mm. you're doing something especially physical engaging your mind learning like I think there's this important thing about having controlled adversity and learning to get through that. So in a game, you know, you're trying to score the other person. The other person's not letting you score. Learning to deal with that. I mm. was trying it. to punch you in the face. You're not trying to, <laughs> to punch you in the face. Exactly. You know, or, or even getting punched in the face and you know being dropped. <laughs> that, that is
2: adversity. I don't know about that one. <laughs> <laughs> but
0: then <laughs> no. being able to get back up because life will punch yeah. you in the face. And yeah, I love to go I love on. the stories when the kids that uh,
1: kids say, Ah, I came home. I told my mom someone beat me up. And she kicked me out. So go beat him up. Said, you're not coming back in. Oh my
3: gosh. <laughs> What? Uh,
0: yeah, no, um I, I think being active, being physical and and having something mm. else to do. Yeah, yeah. I very think important. one thing that for me
1: is is very key for me is um the notion of priorities. Mm. Um so in all that I do, in all that I'm engaged in, like I've got very few priorities. And I try to push those priorities to the forefront of everything that I do. And so I'm very much like, if this takes away or it's against my priorities, please believe I'm not doing it. Mm. Um, And I'm very clear about that, even at work. I'm just like, if this goes against what I stand for or what I hold as a priority, I'm not doing it. Mm. Um, And I feel that ties into what you're talking about in terms of how you actually act in front of your children. And so like relationships is one of them and i try to orientate life and work in such a way that it values and honors relationship above just getting a to-do list done mm-hmm. and i try to orientate what how i am at home around that as well and so i'm hoping that as the next generation comes up my children anyways they will value they will learn how to value relationships i'll be i I'll, I'll hope i'll be intentional around that they'll learn how to value relationships over um just consuming stuff Mm. or over just engaging with things for their benefit but rather to engage with things from like this 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 is a community how do i invest in this community and this community invests back into me Like how do we mutually flourish within this community how do I work for the better of this community and stuff Um, whether it's through social media whether it's not how do I do that Um, so yeah I think values is is key as well so if we value like openness and honesty and stuff like that how do we then work to install these values into them Whilst giving them room to kind of figure out what their own values are as well, Mm. and how do they then adopt it into however they interact with life as it presents itself to them?
0: Mm. Um, Yeah. Mm. Mm. Okay. I think uh, I think that will be a good place to round up. Yeah. Unless anyone's got anything else to add.
2: No, as as I said before, it's not by force to talk. (laughs) Love that. Like, yeah. That's the title. That there might podcast, be like that. You know? Yeah. I was looking
1: for a title. Like, it's not by force to talk. It's
2: not by force. It's
1: not by force to talk as a politician. It's not by force to talk on social media. Just <laughs> enjoy your life.
0: All right. Um, major thank you to Inklab for coming. For real. Coming. Um, for real. I thoroughly enjoyed. It. Have you enjoyed it? Yes, um, I have. So Robert,
1: there you, go. you don't. Yeah. You don't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> not, no pressure. If you haven't, just just.
2: No, I, I definitely know. have, and yeah. I did tell Robert I was gonna enjoy it regardless. Like, I really you know don't understand like why he thought like <laughs> I would like enjoy that. it.
0: Yeah.
3: Um,
0: shout out to uh, Rude for yep. the international music. Oh, you remember I remember the time. Yeah. That last week. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of felt bad. Um, shout out to Calvin Turner for doing an amazing logo. You can find us on all podcasting websites and apps. Uh, just search for the Blacksmiths Furnace. Um, we are on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash the blacksmith's furnace without an apostrophe. And wherever you listen to us, do drop us a comment or a like or a review, uh, which really helps. Um, writers and Scribes have lit fest? Yes, uh, we're part of um,
1: a group of organizations putting together a festival. Um, I forgot what lip lip actually stands for something, but it's something to do with poetry. Um, I thought
0: it was just your lips. Nah, so <laughs> yeah, the acronym I is, I gonna... is
1: lip, but it's actually like live in sort of something poetry. Oh, okay. um, um I didn't even know until I saw it spelled out, but um, yeah, there's um, Litfest, which is happening, I believe, in October.
0: Twenty seventh to twenty ninth, I think.
1: Yeah, so we're running. Um, uh, we're running like workshops and stuff. If you go to the Writers and Scribes website, yeah, um, information is there. There is a Lip Fest website, but I don't know, yeah, off the top of my head. I'm doing great at plugging this. I'm doing great, <laughs> but yeah, go to I'll, Writers I'll, and I'll
0: put the link in the go.
1: description. Let's just put Writers and Scribes. I'll put. <laughs> I'm trying to drive water traffic there. You know what? Let's do uh, Writers and Scribes um, dot com. Information should be there. Um, yeah Litfest is happening in Croydon so all f- all, for all for all those local to Croydon definitely be great to see you down even if you're not local it'll be great to see you down <laughs> um, it's going to be workshops it's going to be performances it's going to be a bunch of different things from different people it's going to be like drama workshops as well it would be great to kind of see you involved in this I think this is like the first of its kind yeah. happening in Croydon so yeah it'll be great to kind of
0: kick this off nice sweet yeah Zarek sweet I haven't got anything into it. have you got anything you want to
2: Flag? um not really
0: And people can check you out check oh out yeah your, um uh, instagram
2: yeah so instagram twitter um even soundcloud because i love music in it yeah. so it's the introvert, as in t-h-e-i-n-k-t-r-o-v-e-r-t yeah. <laughs> the introvert um that's pretty much everywhere i don't really have any variation variations of the spelling and mm-hmm. yeah
0: are you gonna do any more of the t-shirts
2: yeah t-shirts? Um, in november hopefully i haven't even started yet i'm going to do like just one range and it's based on um, the armor of god um it's a project that i'm turning into an animation hopefully going to start production next year but the first stage is just an illustration that i want to sell as t-shirts and that will be hopefully in november um like, I might just release it on my birthday and, like, disappear again for a couple of months. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I really want to do that and get that done because I felt that was an idea that came to me a while ago and I just mm. haven't really got into it. Um, and then I have other stuff behind the scenes about next year. Everything will be...
1: Let us know when the T-shirts drop so we That's can plug like, yeah, yeah. we Will yeah. do. Yeah. Depending on I'm what so the I'm bank account accounting. is saying, I might, well, I might, I might be investing. I'll, I'll be better. I didn't get... Yeah, enough, uh, I think I
2: one. didn't do it the right way because I had so many different designs yeah, and then my friend was awesome. like, you should have just done one, which I mean, made I thought, sense. I thought
0: Because yeah. I, I, I literally thought, there's a lot of them. I thought mm. it didn't matter which one you choose as long as there's a certain uh, number, uh, number of them. No. Nah.
2: Yeah. I mean, it was my first, like, go in. It. it was kind of just a test. I wasn't really going to do it, but I thought I might as well and mm. I did make money. So I was just like, yeah, I just like the whole... Sort of design of the website and stuff and it was really cool so i was like yeah dope. more income because you know when you're struggling artists like you just need that money you need it travel money in yeah, it it
0: helped that it was dope t-shirts as well oh, thank yeah, you so i'm sure when the arm of god one comes out that would be dope and yeah let us know i'll definitely plug on the podcast and but also try and get i promised my wife that oh, nah, i'm getting your t-shirt i not enough buys but yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, cool Alright, um, I believe that is a furnace. Signing out. Yeah. Okay.
3: <laughs>